0: really ask yourself, who am I without this title? Who am I without being, um, you know, maybe a fashion blogger or whatever you're shifting out of and you want to be more spiritual now and really owning that and, and understanding that you get to evolve and that people need you to evolve.
1: Welcome back everybody and my guest today is a real life unicorn. (laughs) No, but really this woman is someone who is so near and dear to my heart and has truly exemplified what living a boldly courageous life looks like. This is a woman who I've had the pleasure of getting to know over the past 18 months. We're in the same mastermind together and the moment I met her, the first thing that struck me was her radiance she literally is a ray of sunshine bright and just vibrant and beautiful and it's so incredible to witness this woman Transform through her journey of suppressing her gifts and being bullied as a child to now just living so unapologetically in who she is and all of her weirdness and her spirituality and just tapping into her truth. So, my guest today is Taylor Simpson, and she is a motivational speaker, a podcast host, and an online coach. Through Taylor's methodology of infusing science and spirituality and mysticism, she teaches women all around the world how to. Tap into the frequency of abundance and it's Taylor's mission to help women rewire the thoughts that don't serve them, move through blocks that keep them from living a life full of freedom and joy so that they can fearlessly step into their higher self unapologetically. And please make sure you connect with Taylor on Instagram at I am Taylor Simpson and check out her podcast on iTunes, which is called a tailored adventure to happiness. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome back, everybody. I am so pumped for this conversation. I hope you're ready. Buckle up because we are going to leave this realm and we are going to step into the five dimension with my girl, Taylor Simpson. Um, What I love the most about you, Taylor, you're literally like mm, you're sunshine, but you're evolving beyond sunshine and you're becoming like planetary ray of light. Like that's that's how I define you now because you're just next level um, with your truth and I just love how you've been showing up and really embracing the scary parts of your evolution. I know we're going to dive into that today, but I'm so freaking excited for this conversation. Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for having me. Ah. And likewise likewise sister, I'll receive that. Love you.
1: Okay, so I need to know what's one boldly courageous thing you've done lately?
0: Oh my goodness. Um do, 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 do. let's see probably fully shifting away from offering any online business coaching in my business. So that, that's huge. Yeah. So just like take, taking away things in my business that just aren't going where I'm going.
1: Mm. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some people that might hear that and wonder, what does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah. Why would you do that? And of course, yeah. the first thought that comes up for me is scarcity around money. So let's go
0: there. Yeah, love that. Um, So what that looks like is any... Other program you used to have, um, like I had a, a group business coaching program, a self-guided business coaching program. I am no longer offering those, and the only thing I'm doing that's even business related is my mastermind, because um, that fully right now fulfills my soul, and we talk about more than just business in there. And so it's really just it's just taking those away, and why I'm taking those away. It's one, it's two things. Attention, um, I was giving my attention and spreading myself over too many programs that I was great at supporting in, but didn't receive back the fulfillment that I was looking for. Um, and so when I started my mastermind, I was like, this is how I want to help people in their business, in their life and their mindset and everything else to an infusing the spirituality and not just like business, 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 strategy, strategy, strategy. Um, so it was really, it was lack of fulfillment. And then two, getting more in alignment with my way of teaching versus what it should look on the outside. Um, and, and when it comes to scarcity and lack, uh, for me, I'm not even worried about taking those completely out of my business and my, my long-term um, business plan, right, if that even exists, uh, because I know that the more I shift into what fulfills me and equally gives me back what I'm looking to get out, everything is going to play out exactly the way it's meant to.
1: Yes, I hope you caught that. And if you didn't hit rewind and listen to that again. So I there's so much to unpack here. And I feel like this is part of just evolution in business, right? When we first take that step out of whatever container we're in, whether it's a corporate job or network marketing or one container or form of business, and we transition into another, we often feel like we have to work within a certain paradigm or a certain set of parameters of how it should look because we're tied to probably the money first and servicing clients and what they want to generate income because money is one of the most powerful currencies that makes our planet go around, right? So a lot of people tie their worth or their focus to how can I generate revenue in my business, right? Which on a linear perspective makes sense. Yeah. But when it doesn't feel good, you're actually blocking abundance, right? So I love that you share that about what feels good because as your business mm-hmm. starts to evolve, you kind of have to like try a few things on for size and see yeah. how it fits. And over time, when you start to build confidence and you do the personal development work, you start to notice certain things fit a certain way and certain mm-hmm. things really don't. And um, even the way that you show up and express yourself through fashion, I feel like is such a beautiful yeah representation of how you show up in your business, you've become Mm -hmm. so much more expressed through the clothes that you wear and how you adorn yourself. And I just (laughs) beautiful to see. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that type of a transition, because I know, okay, we're sitting in a space right now. I don't even know what day it is of quote unquote (laughs) quarantine. When we're recording this, we're we're in the COVID-19, I'm not even going to say the word crisis, (laughs) but we're in this COVID-19 up- rising. And a lot of people are feeling this planetary shift in the transition. So I think it's timely that we're having this conversation because you're also going through a major transition in your life, your business, literally on like your DNA level. So let's talk about that because if people are new to your message, they might not know what is a DNA upgrade? What is the spiritual work that you do? The mindset work that you do? Let's talk about that transition.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny as I'm going through this shift and watching other people through what we're going through right now in the world, go through their shift and have those uh, realizations that what they're doing right now is not in alignment. It takes me back to the first time I made this sort of shift and, and what other people are doing. My very first business was um, an online fitness and nutrition business. And I had, Gone into that after I worked on Capitol Hill and the UN. So I've done a couple different transitions, but that wasn't going from that nine to five to the online business wasn't nearly as scary as going from fitness transitioning to mindset. Because what happens when we, we, and I'm sure so many people can relate to this, when we show up online and we become online coaches or leaders or podcast hosts, we tend to then create, if we're not aware of it. And when I made this transition, I struggled with it and broke through it is we create identities around where we're currently at in our business and our life. So what happened the last big awakening shift I I created my business is I could not let go of I like my fitness tailored. Like that was who I was, like tailored fitness was who, like that's only who I was. That's who people knew me at the gym. Um, That was my identity. And so going through that transition, I remember was so painful to jump fully into mindset. I mean, I clinged onto my, I like my fitness Taylor handle, like Instagram handle for like five months because I (laughs) "I can't, like my content was clearly not fitness, but I could not let go. Like Mm. I had taylorsimpson.com, like I was full on mindset, but I couldn't let go of the fucking handle. Mm. And so- I had to work through that. I had to then learn how to, um, disattachment. I still to this day have major attachment issues that I get to constantly work through. Um, and so that pivot was, was a big one for me. So if you're listening to this and you're sitting in a transition and you're having issues like just letting go of where you are due to your ego, um, that's all it is. It's a hundred percent your ego, like, what that's just I am. Really ask yourself, who am I? Without this title, who am I without being, um, you know, maybe a fashion blogger or whatever you're shifting out of and you want to be more spiritual now and really owning that and and understanding that you get to evolve and that people need you to evolve. No one wants to constantly learn from someone that's like flatlined. Like you get to evolve and it's your responsibility to evolve and pivot with that. So with this shift that I'm um, going into, I've been going through about an eight month super fast. Um, internal upgrade and having ridiculous downloads more than I ever had before and this time though I ripped it off like a band-aid and there's a, some days where it's more painful uh, not that it's the band is not being ripped off it's actually more painful this time because I'm allowing the insecurities that the fears the stories the all that to actually come to surface like imagine all these like fears that i thought i pushed down the last transition are kind of like coming up to this like the surface of my skin Mm -hmm. and i see them Mm -hmm. and i'm now actually unpacking those that's what i'm in right now is doing that unpacking and and moving through that uh Mm. so no matter what transition you're going through right now it might look like one of those allow yourself to move through it so what's a story right now that you're unpacking and trying to let go of oh my gosh there's like so many uh Oh, man. Um, the need to fit in with a group of people that actually don't match my soul. Um, that's a big one for me, which comes back from a wound is I need to fit in. As a you know, middle school and high school, we all want to just fit in, right? We all want to be in the popular group. And no matter if you want, like, right, we all wanted to. Um, that wound always has come up for me. And that's like a constant thing. And so by now I'm unpacking, Like I get to be myself and myself and then gravitate to whatever other humans that it gravitates to. And that I don't have to put myself in a certain box and look a certain way um, to to get to that next state of my life. Um, another one that I'm stepping into uh, like, I don't know, it's unpacking, like it's almost acceptance. The story is about acceptance of accepting um, the fact that I, that I am a healer and that I have very unique gifts that I've shoved down due to getting made fun of growing, growing up. It's all going back to being made fun of growing up um, for my gifts, whether it's being a bright light or being someone who talks to spirits. And so right now it's safe for me to do what I do. Uh, that's right now my, st- my current one. It's, it's not safe. So I'm stepping into it's safe to be who I am and to actually use the gifts that the divine universe, whoever, baby Jesus has given me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. So when you talk about gifts, we all have gifts. We just, some of us are more asleep than others. And I I know that for me and for a lot of people, there's a lot of resistance that comes yeah. up Around these gifts, because there's fear or there's uncertainty or that fear of fitting in. But I've come to find that resisting those gifts ends up being more painful than actual, like the actual fear or the transition of leaning into those gifts. So I'd love to hear what that sort of onboarding has looked like for you. Like, can you remember back to a time where? You said, okay, I have this gift and it's undeniable. And what did that look like? What were some of the things that you did to accept and what's the word I'm looking for? Accept and own the gift and actually, yeah. you know, take a responsibility to use it.
0: Mm, yeah. One that comes to mind that's actually, it's funny, this is even coming through. I've got, I got a, hard, a hard one, an immediate one that's happened recently, and then a long term one that I hadn't really thought about to this moment until you asked that question. That's really funny. Um, watching my husband go through the transition that he's had just by me leading by example. That is a gift alone, right? I share that one. I think that one's coming through. Because anyone can do what I did. Like my husband went from like a non-believer, very self-aware. He was born self-aware, always a conscious man. But when it comes to spirituality, he kind of was like a doubter, or a, I don't know, proving the science behind it, and had a bad money mindset. Um, you know, was very judgmental of himself and other people. And to watch him over the past, I think we've been together maybe three years now go from like where he was to where he is now, which is the exact opposite. Like he's talked to spirit guides. He channeled a spirit guide for the first time ever the other day. And he was like freaking out. Um, And so he like, he's like all the fuck in and I take responsibility for some of that. Right. Not all of it. Cause it's totally up to him and he chose to keep growing, but I led by example and anyone can do that. So yeah, if you have a partner and you're like, I don't know what my gift is lead by example. And that's a gift alone. That's a gift alone. Mm. Um, So good. You guys,
1: Taylor's husband, he's the (laughs) bomb.com. Well, I mean, he has to be if he's married to you, but no, I, it's been so much fun to watch him just through social media, embrace more of his masculinity because that's his platform. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, see you drop into your feminine energy. We're going to go down that rabbit hole in a little bit, but I want to hear the other, the other gift that you're leaning into.
0: Yeah. Um, the other one for sure is when I uh, do my in-person work. What I, what I do online does not translate at all to what I do in person whatsoever, um, which I'm navigating that currently, how to bridge that. Uh, anyway, so it's when I'm um, doing healings at my ultimate, they're called Ultimate Girls Weeks. I don't call them retreat. When I do, um, the results that I literally wash before from my eyes these women go into trances and their actual like bodies convulsing because they're getting a a physical healing from the 5D divine world. I'm just the channel, right? I'm not doing it. But the fact that I am the the median to connect their healers, they need to heal them. Um, it is amazing. And to when they come out of these healings to share that they, for the first time ever, their third eye opened, like, and they saw the visions they needed and they did not have that before. So, I mean, the immediate results that I get to see from these women just being a conduit is uh, the first time I, saw, I started to see I was like okay maybe I'm okay and then it kept going and kept going and every single woman had some sort they went to a whole other place I was like all right I need to start owning this and and really feeling that and and tapping into um, also reading people I can uh, that's a gift that I thought everyone had I can easily when I come up to someone I could I feel and see and hear like all of your childhood traumas and where you could possibly go if you heal those. And I've I've allowed myself a couple of times to to have conversations with people with their permission to open up about it. And it's always spot on. So that's something that I'm leaning into right now and realizing that is a superpower.
1: Okay. Can we go there? I want you to read me. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Well, I let's know you, it. so that's not fair. I know, <laughs> but let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Tell me something that maybe I'm... <sighs> resistant to that you see, I'm, I'm willing, I'm open. Let's do this.
0: This is, a, this is around a topic we've had before, but it's this one's coming through the heaviest and it's around, um, Men and materialistic things. And it, it's, it's. I don't think you've ever, you and I haven't really talked much about your dad. Um, but I know that there is, well, I feel, right? Never knowing. Um, because you didn't get that safety, physical, financial, emotional, verbal, all of that from your dad. The need to be with a man in, uh, that has that is like super deep in you and you almost feel shame and guilt for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And it's something you get to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, probably when you're biggest block. That was super creepy. My yeah. video just completely turned off.
1: Anyways. <laughs> Someone's like, shut it down, girl. So that was really weird. Okay. So for those that obviously, wow. like, this is an audio platform, but Taylor's video <laughs> completely stopped. It completely shut
0: down. Well, it actually turned off. Like the, my stop video was like an X through it. Huh. Anyway. So, and again, I know we've had conversations around that. Mm-hmm. But not that, right? Mm, I think right. that's it's rooted in in that, and that's probably the at the surface what you're, yeah, really navigating through. Yeah, this is so
1: spot on. Clearly, yeah. um, <laughs> thank you for that. I know I put you on the spot, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's definitely. So, um, I've transitioned out of my marriage last year in 2019, and I've had so much space to look at what's been coming up in the idea of like evolving into a new relationship. And um, a lot of childhood stuff comes up because we date people that are like our dad, we, (laughs) you know, we, or our mom, we seek to replace the love we didn't receive. Right. And there's, there's this belief that um, I think comes up when we're doing our work, that if it's not causing me immediate or visible pain, why go there? Right. I've already been there, done that. Like, why would I want to dredge it up again? It's like, um, dredging the bottom of a river. Like if the sediment is there, why do you want to stir it up again? Um, but you're right. True healing and, um, transformation comes when we dig that stuff up and we don't leave any stone unturned and, um, healing the father daughter relationship I think is important for everybody. Yes. Um, Healing the mother daughter relationship is also something that I'm working through, but more so, my father and I, we're estranged from each other. So it's more difficult to do the healing work when there isn't another person involved, right? So you have to kind of do it on your own. Uh, but no, that's 100% accurate. That's you're yeah. absolutely spot on. So thank you for that. Yeah, mm.
0: You're welcome. Mm. Love you.
1: Love you. All right. Let's talk about DNA upgrades for a second, because you talked about 5D. So for those that are not aware, what is 3D, 5D, DNA upgrades? These are buzzwords that we're hearing a lot in the spiritual community now. So can you share a little bit more about what that is? And I'd also, second part question, love to know that when someone is experiencing or what does it look like when your quote-unquote gifts are coming online, so two-part question.
0: Coming up, like in physical, like physical form. Yeah, like how do you so know? Literal online. Okay, got it. Okay, so part <laughs> yeah. one, five D. two how do you know? Okay, love it. Yes. Um, and it and it is. It's really funny when buzzwords come up. I, I one day I need to like sit and meditate why I like buzzwords why certain buzzwords come up. I think like two years ago it was manifestation law of attraction. Um, And then those became like that annoying, right? So yeah, it's actually just talking out loud. It's funny that you say that's a buzzword, 5D. I'm like, actually it's kind of is, which I love. It's a double short because it taints what is actually the 5D and making it almost like this cute meme which like I post 5D memes all the time. So I kind of fall prey to that, right? And so (laughs) the other side is it's a sign that people are awakening to figure out what the 5D is. And that's really cool to me. That means that they're, they're getting interested on what's more than what we see with our human illusion eyes. So the difference between 3D and 5D 3D is like right here, like the computer in front of me. Um, even you, Melissa, physically, you're, you're 3D, the, the chair crossing my dog, right? That's all what we see right now. But the really cool thing is, and this is science, right? This is, I, I blend science, mysticism, and spirituality together. The funny thing is, is there's actually science behind the difference between 3 and 5D. So anyone listening that's like, oh God, she's going there. She's fucking weird. She's one of those people. It's, well, come to find out if this is a real thing. So if you think, if you're getting triggered, I'd, you know, take that, take that opportunity. And so when we actually break things down from a human to a chair to a piece of metal, it's, it's an illusion. It's just really condensed mass. And if light was powerful enough, light is powerful enough, it can blast right through it and explode it. Like one day in a billion years from now, when the sun explodes, that light from the sun is actually going to explode every single human being and the earth alone into, into teeny tiny particles, which means that we're not dense. We're not a piece of metal. And so that's 3D. And so imagine, and this is how you get into, like a, into the 5D, a 5D meditation, is everything dissolving around you. Imagine you have like this light beam that went through, which scientists have. We learned about it in what, like fifth grade whenever we did science class, right? Physics. And you can blast through everything around you and just keep doing it to every single thing in your room. Everything is gone in your mind's eye or if you just want to watch it with your eyes open. What would be there? Nothing. It would be just black space. If, if you then went beyond your room and exploded that and dissolved that and that and that and that and that, and that, and that it's all gone. And now we're, we're in illusion-free space. And what's in an illusion-free space? Well, everything that's possible, because if it, all that 3C stuff was there just a second ago and it wasn't there, but in a blink of an eye, you could bring it back, well, I'd call that magic. So the 5D is the quantum field. I mean, we, we've learned about the quantum field-ish back in physics, but we didn't really know our generation, and still this generation doesn't really, they don't teach what really is the quantum field for multiple reasons, but we won't go there. It's really a place of, of everything that you desire is on one platform, because if you dissolve everything, time becomes an illusion, because time is an illusion. Time is just created for farmers to know when to plant things and all that goodness. And so if time is illusion and you dissolve all of these fake things that are just mass condensed, that means that your future self with everything that you desire is somewhere out there in the quantum field. It's just up to you to be able to live mentally in a 5D space while operating physically in a 3D space, knowing that because you have the superpower that time is illusion You make choices and listen to the guidance that get you to what you want with your future self right now. I know that can be a lot to wrap your head around. So just like, just sit with whatever that means for you right now. That's exactly what you need to know right now. Don't try to condense all that and eat it right now. Just like sit with it. Anyone that's listening, that's like, what? Um, But that's the difference between 3D and 5D. Mm. Um, And then how do people know when they are uh, seeing their gifts um, arise it's like a soul knowing you. Just it's almost like you do something, and you're like, whoa, that felt really, really good. Like that. It's a remembering. It's like when you do something and you. Rem, it's like, wait, I've I've done this before, but I haven't. It's just coming back home to your soul and what your soul signed up to do, and it saw it all lay out, and now you're doing it. So you know when it's just so aligned that your whole heart like explodes.
1: Mm-hmm. It's such yeah. a good feeling too. And for me, I get tingly like on the top of my head yeah. when I'm in channel, meaning like I'm connecting with my guides and I'm a clear source for messages to come through. Yeah. The top of my head will start to like tingle. I know for some people, their palms get itchy or they feel like different things yeah. in their body when they're really connecting in. And I feel like for me, when I started to notice my gifts, so I get, I'm an idea generator. Like I can drop in with somebody and just get mm-hmm. what's called a download. For those that don't know what a download is, a download is like when a thought or an idea or just a a knowing—it's almost like it just plops down right into your brain. <laughs> and I hear it like in my head. I can hear myself say a phrase or say a thing yeah. or an idea will come up, and it's like. You know, when you're in third grade and the teacher asks a question and you're like, oh, and you raise your hand and you're so excited because you know the answer, that's how yeah. I receive information. Yeah. So I didn't know that that was a thing. Like I just thought, like you were saying earlier, like everybody gets that. And I started yeah. to notice it more frequently. And I feel yeah. like awareness is. Literally, the key to everything, and for a lot of reasons, we walk around in our day to day life without noticing the subtle energy body that is our physical body and the things that happen because we're so in our head and we're so disconnected from our bodies that we don't even notice the visceral feelings we're having our ears ringing from one side to the other, or our throat getting tight, or the tingling in the top of our head, or like the downloads that we get. Um, so I love that you share that because I think. Yeah, we all have gifts, but we we don't necessarily embrace them. And it can feel scary, especially when they're gifts that involve seeing things like seeing energy or seeing spirits or hearing voices that can feel really, really scary for some people, I'm sure.
0: Have you owned the fact that you're clairaudient?
1: I am leaning into it more. I've been like, really, so clairaudient means that you, I'm going to botch this probably, but there's... um clairvoyant which yep. is feeling right you actually I'm seen. seeing. seeing sorry yep. clairvoyant is when you see yep. messages light numbers yep. things like that yep. clairaudient is when you hear things clairsentient yep. is when you feel them I believe
0: and so is that it clair clairaudient clairvoyant I think it's those- Clear sentient. Yeah, just yeah three, th- right? right. I feel like yeah. there's a fourth one, but I'm only a clairaudient clairvoyant, so I don't know what the rest of them are. <laughs> okay. Um, my, uh, one of my
1: teachers, Harriet Hale, talks about this a lot. And so we all receive messages a different yep. way. And for me, it's, it's clear audience. So I hear it in my head and um, I get ringing in my ears from uh, uh, either on one side or the other, or it'll go from one side to the other. And I just try to lean into what that. That's yeah. a skill that I'm developing. They, they're ringing in the ears, um, yeah. but the downloads and the ideas and that stuff, I'm, I've got it. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, it's so fun to like, when we're like, oh, we're, I'm actually a superhuman
0: and I have yeah. these gifts and I can tap into them anytime and we all, yeah. we all have them. Everyone has every single one of the sentience. It's just like what you're choosing to lean in, into. Mm. <laughs> like, like everyone's got them. So no, mm. it's like, we're all superheroes. So don't, don't listen guys and be like, I want one of those like you do. Just be open you to it. it yeah, yeah. I like, surprise. Yeah. we both have um
1: a healer that we work with. Her name's Haley Cole, and she works with our, your spirit guides, because we all have spirit guides and um she says the same thing. She says we all have the ability to tap yeah. into those guides. It's just learning how, and I'm like, well, I just would rather have you tap into my guides for me because yeah. <laughs> i just I'd rather pay you uh, to tell me what I so need true. to know, but no for real. We all have those guides, and they they yeah. send us little messages in different ways. I love it That's okay so let's talk about the actual physical expression of transition because mm-hmm. i feel like life is ever evolving we're always going through some sort of upgrade transition and the pain lies in really anchoring into the expectation of the outcome i feel like that's yeah. where i experience the most pain is when i'm yeah. so fixated on how something is supposed to look that i'm resistant to something different and as a whole collective, right now, with everything that's happening with um, coronavirus, a lot of us are experiencing pain because mm. the expectations that we had for our career, for our life, for money, are not being met. And so, a mantra that I've been anchoring into right now is "this or something better," which releases me from the mm. expected outcome. However, I'm—we're all human. I'm not immune to the pain of the hangover effect when an expectation doesn't go as planned. So let's talk about when you are transitioning, whether it's upgrading to a higher level of service or shifting from one paradigm to another, what does that look like? How does that show up? And what are some of the things that people can look for when they're experiencing that?
0: Yeah, so it looks like a lot of confusion, like your entire life is falling apart and you just say, can I just like move to a teeny tiny cabin in the woods? How many times have people said that, right? When you get to, when she hits a fan, you're like, I just, I want to quit it all and I want to move. That's really you allowing the things to come up and you want to go run and hide. Like that's you saying, I want to go run and hide from it and not, but where you are is where you, where you are. So no matter what, it's going to, it's going to find you. And so how to, how to unpack that, there are so many different modalities. So I'll share kind of what I'm going through as I'm in the present moment of unpacking that. It's one, listening to your intuition. So sometimes when we are going through a transition, we tend to go on social media to look for the answers, to see what so-and-so is doing, to look for the answers, to fall into comparisons, right? If they're doing it this way and that's a transition I'm making, I should probably do it the exact same way but here's a funny fact, they're doing it above some of them. So you're just getting a trickle down of everyone's leftover shit is pretty much what it is of tactics. So when you find yourself doing that, it's coming back home and tapping into yourself and saying, okay, what feels good to me for my next move? What feels good to me for how I want to serve? Just because so-and-so is going on live every day doesn't mean I need to go on live every day to, to best serve. Really, those are the signs when you start seeing yourself falling into that. That means that you're you're looking for validation on how to make your shift. So one awareness, then going back to that intuition and asking yourself, okay, what feels good to me? And then for the actual tactical things to help Navigate it uh, is meditation. And I know people hear that all the time are like, if I hear one more meditation as the tool, right? But c- because it is a fact, it really will allow you to, you might wrestle your monkey mind for the entire 30 minutes, for the entire hour, for like six months straight. But at least you're, you're being open to receiving the message on what you need to do next is there and I know a lot of pu- people hearing might be thinking oh yeah like I hear people getting downloads and in inspiration to meditation but I'm just not with those people I just don't have that ability it's just your ego mm-hmm. um, wanting to be in control because in order to meditate you have to release control so it's a good test too if you are one of those people that has a monkey mind when you meditate which is why you avoid doing it it's just because you, you you have massive control issues so yay you get to work on your control issues, right? It's, it's all game. It's all fun. So again, even taking that as a tool of self-awareness, if you're hearing this, okay, meditation, don't want to do it. I want to avoid it. Great. I now need to work on my control issues. Noted. Next step. Um, is when you meditate, you really do allow your, you, your mind never goes quiet, but you allow your gifts and the, the voices, the feelings to come up to tell you what to do next, whether that's take out the laundry or create this course. It's all the same it's all part of your path. And then the, the next one for sure is journaling. That's that's a huge one. That's the one that saved me from, I was in anger management and overeaters anonymous and a hot mess expressed back in the day. And journaling is what saved my life 100%. Because you get to get it out and no one, no one reads it. So you can sound like a crazy motherfucker and put all your crazy thoughts out there just to get them out of your body. Because when we get them out of our body, even through writing it down, we, we energetically release a little bit of it. Not all of it, not all of it, But enough of it for you then to read the words, have it reflect back. You're letting your subconscious mind know, hey, I see you. You're letting your ego know, hey, I'm reading this. I see what you're thinking up there. It allows you to detach from that story. So, oh my gosh, you know, life is so miserable. This and this is happening. You read it as yourself and think, wow, wow. That's like kind of silly. Let me just put that aside and detach from it. So it's a helpful tool of detachment, and you can also allow yourself to come up with ideas or to get just jotting notes down or any insecurities that you want to move through. People sometimes avoid journaling because they just don't know what to write. Come up with one question and answer it. Like the question could be, "How am I feeling today?" and just answer that question. You could Google journal questions. But allow yourself the gift of getting out what you need to get out of your body, even if it's really annoying to do. And a third one, I can come up with a million, but I I wanted to keep it to three really tangible ones. It's, It's movement. And I'm not saying working out. Movement as like moving your body. That could be dancing. That could be doing like cat cow pose for a minute straight to just actually move the cerebral fluid in your spine and actually then shift energy from your head when you're dancing down into your heart or down into your your root chakra, right? Your hips where where all of your safety comes in. So if you're in a position where you're going through a transition, it doesn't feel safe move, like twerk, shake your ass. And when you hear a twerk and you think, ew, that's the thing that is like on YouTube and TikTok. Actually, no, twerking has been around for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, thousands of years. It just now is coming back out, which I don't know why, but I want to research that now that I think that, uh, but it's been around forever. So, So move your ass, quite literally shake your ass and allow that energy to be shifted around and you will feel Like a different person, and actually have more clarity on how to move through the transition you're moving through. So those three will be such a game changer if you if you commit to them.
1: A freaking men, yes. And it's it's um it's like a practice that builds, right? So it's you're going Mm -hmm. from like the subtle to like the I don't know what the opposite of subtle would be, Mm -hmm. but you're like meditation. I feel like allows you to have this really like intimate secret conversation that nobody else gets to have access to. It's like, I know something you don't know, right? I bring a playful energy to my meditation. And for those of you that maybe struggle um, with the monkey minds, a great practice, what I love to do in my meditation to just settle my brain is I start with some alternate nostril breathing. You can YouTube that and it just helps to balance out your right side and left side, which is the difference between your uh, feminine and masculine energies. So so you can balance the energies. And then I visually with each inhale start breathing. I'm using quotes, right? breathing from my toes up Mm -hmm. to the crown of my head. But Mm -hmm. as with each breath, I'm focusing my energy on a body part. So I might start with the soles of my feet and I send them gratitude. I say, thank you for giving me, uh, thank you for grounding me. And then I might move up to, you know, my knees. Thank you for giving me movement. And then my thighs, thank you for strength. My hips, thank you for my power, whatever it is, like whatever comes through. So it gives the mind a place to go. At the same time, allows your central nervous system to start calming down. It gives you a point of attention if you're newer to meditation and you can't really drop in. And then once I reach the crown of my head, I just do full body breath and then I can drop in. And um, so I kind of have like a process that I go through. And you can use, there's so many apps that you can use that can help you if you're a beginner meditator. But I love starting there first because I feel like it allows you to anchor into your body and really be present with what's real. And then moving into journaling after that allows you a way to process it, to get it out. Like it's in your body. Now you're moving it out into a more physical space of, you know, stream of consciousness, just journaling, whatever you want. And then the movement further allows whatever residual energy is in your body to shift. So I'm so glad that you talked about it in this way, because if you guys follow Taylor, I am Taylor Simpson on Instagram, you gotta follow her because she's just the bomb.com. But you have been anchoring a lot more into your sacred feminine, which is so beautiful yeah. to see. And i and we talked about this earlier with Johnny stepping into his masculine and kind of the polarity between the two of you, which is so mm-hmm. beautiful. And something that you've really been anchoring into is movement. So I'd love to yeah. talk m- more about that. What does movement do for you? Is there a right or wrong mm-hmm. way? Mm-hmm. And Let's talk about twerking because I'm yeah. really like
0: inter- I'm into it. I'm here yeah. for it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, it really it's it's kind of funny. Um, and I, I actually had a so crazy that you just asked me this. So I had a call last night with a um, a Kashuk record woman. End up being pretty much like a, a reading, like a medium reading. And it's really funny. My um, great aunt, so she wouldn't have known any of this stuff, right? My great aunt, who was like my grandma, she was my Absolute, like just as close as I am with my current grandparents I was just as close with her um but we were you know during the ages of like eight and 13 and our thing was she was super goofy super silly like I mean so much we'd be out in public and she would like to me like start laughing like so goofy and silly and we would dance and sing in the car to Patsy Klein, and that was our thing and so the fact that I have been called to dance more is a actual testament to i made sure that 2019 my intention was play and and very childlike so i was dancing and playing in 2019 but i felt called to share it in this year because this year's theme is feminine energy so i blended the the play and the feminine energy with my dancing and so last night she was telling me that when you're dancing This woman, I didn't say who it was. Like she, I didn't confirm it to her right at the time. Um, When you're dancing, that's when she comes in and is dancing with you and encourages you to stay in that state, in that happiness, that dancing because that's actually where your true gifts lie, because that's where she saw you at your fullest when you were like 10, 11, 12 years old. Like that was the ultimate version of you. And it's funny because 12 and after was when I went through all of the trauma that I went through, and so. I share this because now dancing and movement is even more important to me as if the past 24 hours, because it can be healing. It takes you back not only to your childlike state, but it allows you to tap into an altered state as well. Um, it allows you to, t- to be a channel, right? When I'm a dancer, when I dance, I bring in my great aunt. So if you have someone that passed away that you want to bring in they want to see you happy. They want to see you in a joyous state, in a, I don't give a fuck anyone thinks about me state. So for that reason alone, that motivates me. So that should motivate anyone to tap into that. And then two... It allows you to feel more free in your body. So if you're working through um, shame, dancing, especially like sexual dancing right now, that can make people cringe. Like if you're like, oh God, I know what you're talking about. That's me. That's me, right? If you have a lot of shame in moving your body because you've been told it's slutty, you've been told you're doing it for attention, your body is a temple and you shouldn't like treat it that way. And that's icky because maybe the church told you that, whatever the stories are moving your body even by yourself, and you don't need to film it like I do, right? And breaking through the uncomfort without people watching is such a healer for your sexuality, for your divine femininity, your creativity. Um, I mean, all of that, your, your creativity lies in your sacral chakra, your, in your womb. A hundred percent, your creativity is all in your womb. So dancing allows you to really test yourself and see how in tune you are with your sexuality and your creativity. So it's, it's a beautiful reflection tool. The moment you dance sexually, like twerking, what comes to mind first? Like, oh God, are people watching? This is so uncomfortable. I'm shameful. I shouldn't be. Or is it like, fuck yeah, this feels so good. This feels amazing. Immediate dictator of how your business is going, how your relationships are going. I mean, it's a mirror to life. So that's a long-winded answer, but there's so many ways and reasons why we should dance every single day, five times a day.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'm a, I've am ai been, it's so funny that this is happening right now. Dance is definitely something that when I think back to my childhood, high school, college, I was always the person that was the designated driver for all my girlfriends. I didn't want to drink. I just wanted to go and dance and like move my body because it just felt so good like when the beat drops and you're just "Mm." and yes it just feels really good and I've moved away from that and I've been Mm. craving like I've been wanting to dance and so we um Taylor and I and a bunch of other girlfriends just attended an event called Your Life Unleashed and it was all about movement and dance and we were twerking and we were hair flipping and it just felt so good. Yeah. And I've been wanting more of this in my life and Peloton just released a whole like new component to their programming, which is dance, movement and dance. Oh, and I'm like, my God. yes, I'm so excited. Game changer. Game changer. Yeah. Um. Things are going to get a little bit cray cray up in here, <laughs> which I'm excited about. But I agree with everything you're saying. I think that um, so much pain and fear is stored in our root and sacral chakras and yep. actual movement, physical movement is not only a great way for us to tap into our feminine energy and become a clear channel, like you were saying, but it's also a really good um, trauma release technique as well. So think about like animals, like let's just use a dog, for example, when a dog experiences trauma, the way that they release it from the body is they actually shake. Like when you Mm -hmm. see a dog shake, they're actually just shaking energy out. It's a movement technique. And as humans, we're actually not I don't want to say we're not taught how to do that, but we're mm-hmm. actually given different skill
0: set. Well actually watch... we're discouraged. We're discouraged. Think about yes. as yeah. children, if you in like kindergarten, if you were standing up and jumping around because you had energy mm-hmm. to release, yeah. you would actually get in trouble and right. told to sit down. And there's the yes. kids that were fidgety that would get then get in trouble for being fidgety. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I live with a toddler
1: and she's amazing. She's three, going on four, and it's it's such a um really beautiful lesson. She's a great one of my greatest teachers right now because I'm just observing. Her little mind and how she reacts to things, mm. and like what temper tantrums are, and self soothing. And it's yes, we could go down a whole rabbit hole on that, mm-hmm. but I think dancing and movement is such a powerful tool, and it's just so much yeah. fun to watch you embrace that and, and kind yeah. of step into it. So, well,
0: and so, so, Matic is what is what you're referring to with kind of dog shaking off. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you used that example because that's a great way. So, I I actually, before any of my group um, calls, like with any client, group clients, I always, for a minute straight, have them stand up and jump around and dance and actually take, not dance, like you're actually flailing around like a dead mm-hmm. fish. It's somatic. It's somatic yeah. healing, um, yeah. which, which 100% removes trauma. And then you can get back with your life. So I love that you shared that one. So, so good. good. Yeah. So good. So if people are
1: digging the 5D convo and they want more Taylor Simpson in their life, Obviously, you've just transitioned your business, but how can they connect with you, work mm. with you, get into your vortex, all the things?
0: Oh my goodness. Um, well, come follow me on Instagram at I am Taylor Simpson. Show. I'm constantly sharing downloads on there. I'm that person with like a really long Instagram story and it's like a movie. Uh, and my husband hates it. And so <laughs> <laughs> but we all love it. And so. like, oh, sorry, sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, sorry. Uh, that um and if you're into meditation, I have a beautiful um tap into the frequency money meditation that I would highly recommend downloading. You can just go, to, it's free. You can go to abundancerewired.com slash meditation. Go download that. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, those are like my two jams. And I've got my membership program, Abundant Life Experience. But I highly recommend just go download the meditation and then move and go come say hi to me on Instagram and move from mm.
1: there. We love the gram. Yeah, slide into her DMs, y'all. Hey. Okay, last question. And Brilliant. you can be as unfiltered and go for as long as you want because this is the best ever. What are you celebrating <laughs> right now?
0: Oh man. Oh, all the things. Hold on. I don't even want, I want this to be like, I'm feeling called short and sweet on this one. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Pain. Celebrating
1: pain. Pain is the way through. It is. Mm. I love it. I'm so grateful for you.
0: I'm grateful for you.
1: Unicorn 5D ray of solar light. (laughs) (laughs) The modern day medicine woman, Taylor Simpson. Guys, if you. you... are obsessed with this episode, which I know you are because I am too, please mm-hmm. share it on Instagram, tag us and let us know what your favorite part was, your biggest takeaway. This is the, the best way that you can support a woman or anyone really, for that matter, getting their mission out into this world and and really showing the love is just share their, share their gifts, share their message out there.
0: Yes. I love, uh, you, love you.
1: Thank love you so much for being here, guys. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.